thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. In wisdom thou hast made them all. Listen to this. The earth is full of thy riches. You know what? The earth is not full of Bill Gates' riches. The earth is not full of Jeff Bezos' riches. It's not full of Warren Buffett's riches. It's it's not full of any man's riches. Everything in this world belongs to God. He owns it all. So hear me this morning. I'm not going to talk to you about your money. You can relax. But I am going to talk to you about God's money. And God owns everything. Number two, God gives us everything that we have. Jeremiah said it this way, or, or the Lord speaking in Jeremiah said, I have made the earth and have given it to whom it seemed meet, whom it seemed good to me. book of 1 Corinthians says, For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou did not receive? You realize this morning there are folks that are smarter than you that don't have as good of a job as you do. You know what, maybe you're smarter than someone and they have a better job than you. Maybe you have more education or less education and you're at the same place in life and you say, Preacher, why is that? Because the Lord gives as He wills. He just does it. He gives. In fact, the Bible tells us this, God owns everything and everything that we have, we have because we've received from the Lord. He says in the book of Deuteronomy, it is He that giveth thee the power to get wealth. You know why there's a car sitting out in that parking lot this morning that when you leave this place, there's going to be a key in your pocket that fits the ignition? Because God gave you the power. God gave you the ability. God gave you the connections to go to work and to do a job. Hear what I'm getting ready to say. God has everything and everything that we have comes from God. Would you say amen to that? But you say, well, preacher, then how do we get this wealth? How do we get money? How do we get finances? I know this is basic, but stick with me. Here's how. Well, maybe someone gives it to you. Maybe you're given an inheritance. That's one way. Maybe you already have some money and you invest it and you make some more money because of that. That's another way. Maybe just through planning and just doing your best. But you know the primary way that God is going to give you money? Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Well... Some of y'all already gave the answer, but let me tell you what the answer is if you get on Facebook today. If you click on this picture, you share this picture, God's going to bless you with money. You know how God gives wealth and riches primarily? Here it is, 2 Thessalonians chapter number 3. Even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any man would not work, neither should he eat. You want to have money in your pocket? Here it is. Go to work! 
In fact, the Bible says this in the book of 1 Thessalonians, if any provide not for his own, in other words, if you don't take care of your family financially, if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Say, so what did the Bible just say? Let me put it in my words. I don't want to put words in God's mouth. Here's what I'm going to say, and I believe I'm saying in accordance with Scripture. I have got more respect for a Muslim man who sincerely believes in Allah and works and provides for his family than a man who will say that he's a Baptist, who will say that he's a Christian, but won't get up off of his blessed assurance and go to work and take care of his family. Amen. You say, how are we going to get money? Work! That's how God gives it. He gives you the power to get wealth. The Bible says the soul of the sluggard, the lazy man, he desireth and he has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made flat. Uh, fat. The sluggard will not plow, therefore shall he beg. I'm not wanting to be ugly, but I, I want to be clear about something. There are folks that end up begging because life happens to them. There are folks who end up in situations beyond their control and they have to beg. The Bible says to beg, I am ashamed. They're ashamed of it. They don't want to do it, but they have to beg. That's one thing. But it is an entirely different thing when a man is just flat lazy. Now, I'm getting to the positive in a minute, but I'm feeling just a little bit of an itch right now. Y'all help me, y'all. God owns everything. And everything that we have comes from God. But the primary way that God is going to give money to you and God is going to give money to me is go to work. Now, I want you to think about something. If everything belongs to God and everything that we have has been given to us by God, wouldn't you agree that what we're talking about today is not how to handle your money, not how to handle my money, but how to handle God's money? Here's the million dollar question for today. Suppose someone were to come to you before this day is over. They said, listen, I want to give you a million dollars. I want to bless you with a million dollars. And here's what I want you to do with that million dollars. I want you to take care of your family with it. I want you to provide for your family but before you do that even, you know what? There's something else I think you ought to do. I think you ought to enjoy this money that I'm giving you, you enjoy it. You, you have a good time with it. You live a good life. You enjoy your life. You take care of your family. You enjoy your life. And then there's one more thing I want to ask of you. Just one more thing. I'm giving you this million dollars. But would you do this for me? With the money that I'm giving you, enjoy it. Take care of your family. But would you also do this with the money that I'm going to give you? Would you honor me with it? Would you make decisions with the money that I'm giving you that would make me look good, that you think would put a smile on my face? Would you do that? And oh, by the way, you know what? I'm giving you a million dollars. I'm giving you a full million. Would you give a percentage of that back to me? What would we say? Absolutely, this is the greatest deal I've ever heard. You mean I don't have to do anything crazy? You're just going to give it to me? And it's to provide for my family? It's for me to enjoy? And you just want me to give some of it back to you? And with all of it, do things that would honor you? Things that would put a smile on your face? This is the greatest deal ever! Now here's the million dollar question. What would you do if God gave you a million dollars? Some of you are saying, Preacher, I'll let you know just as soon as the Powerball comes in. That's not what I'm talking about. 
What if God gave you a million dollars? Well, you say, well, preacher, I'm never going to see that kind of money. <laughs> preacher, I'll never have... God's never going to give me that kind of money. You know, the average single person salary, the average single person income in Yadkin County, does anybody know what it is just off the top of your head? About $25,000 a year. Single person. Now, there's folks who make more than that, folks who make less than that. You understand that. But that's the average for a single person in Yadkin County. Do you know that the average working life for most people, let's just say it's 40 years. Does that make sense? 25 to 65. Some will work longer, some will work shorter. Do you know if you take 40 and multiply it by $25,000 a year, what you come up with? million dollars. Now here's my question. If you had a million dollars and you gave it to somebody and you said, I want you to enjoy this. I want you to take care of your family with it. I, I want you to give me back a portion of it. I want you to do things that would put a smile on my face and things that would honor me. That's what I want you to do with this million dollars. Wouldn't you expect them to maybe do what you say? Wouldn't you expect them to maybe do what you had in mind with that money? Here's what I want to say to you today. Whether you have a million dollars in your lifetime, whether you never make that much money or not, God has graciously given to every one of us. And so here's what I want to talk about. I know what time it is. I know what time it is and we're going to get out on time today. But I want to talk to you for the next few minutes about how to handle God's money. The money in your pocket, that's God's money. The house you're living in, that's God's house. The car you're driving, that's God's car. How are we to handle God's money? Number one, we are to handle God's money. And I'll not have you to turn here, but maybe you want to write this reference down. We are to handle God's money cheerfully. If you look in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 9 and verse 7 it says this every man every man according as he purposeth in his heart so let him give not grudgingly or of necessity for God loveth a cheerful giver the Bible says that God loves someone who is just and the word there is hilaros now, you know what that word means, don't you? It's hilarious. You know what ought to happen whenever we do start passing the offering plates again and it's time for giving again or when you go online and, and you give or when you walk by the offering box and you drop it in? You know what we ought to be doing? This is just the greatest thing in the world. This is wonderful. I can't believe that I get to take a little bit of what God has given me and give it back to Him to do things that will honor Him and put a smile on His face. This is wonderful. We ought to be cheerful givers. I was, uh, I was with my mom and dad this week, early in the week, and uh, I was trying to tell a joke. And, and have you ever just got so silly tickled trying to tell a joke that you can't even get the next word out? That's the word that Paul's using here. He says we ought to be cheerful givers. How do you want to handle God's money? Do you want to be an old grump? Do you want to be an old skin flint, an old tightwad? Or do you want to be somebody that's just saying, I can't believe how good God has been to me. I can't believe what God has given me. This is wonderful. This is awesome. I cannot believe God has been so good to me. We ought to be cheerful, cheerful givers. How do we handle God's money? We handle it cheerfully. Church I grew up in, little bitty church, 40, 50, 60 people, that was a big Sunday. 
And uh, we weren't one of those big city churches that had, a, had ushers. We weren't like that. We weren't liberals. We didn't have ushers, alright? And so we didn't have ushers. But what would happen on Sunday morning is there'd be an offering plate or usually two offering plates sitting on the communion table. And the preacher would say something like this. Say, alright everybody, it's time to give. Be faithful in your giving to the Lord. Remember, the tithe's not mine, the tithe's not yours. And take off giving. And so folks would march down the aisle to give. Well, one morning, I'll never forget it. I called and confirmed the story this week. One morning, there was an older lady in the church and her sister came to church with her that day. And when giving time came, I'm telling you, you had to be there, but I'm going to give you my very best recollection of what happened. Preacher said, alright, come give. If you have an offering, you can put it in the offering plate and you just be faithful in your giving. And I don't know where exactly she came from, but somewhere right about here. When he said it's time to give, she popped up from her seat and she started boogieing on down to the offering plate. I'm telling you, she just made her way down. She was, and she got down to the offering plate and she went just like that, dropped her change in. I don't know if she was doing that to put on a show or not. I don't know if she was doing that to be seen of men. But you know what I think would be real good? Every now and again when we go to put our offering in online or when the offering plate passes us by or when we stop at the offering box, you know what would probably be good just every now and again? Instead of dragging up to the offering plate and saying, here you go. Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbandist.us or you can call us at 336-677-3781 or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.